Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Blue Lunar Eagle, and it is the second day of the White Wizard Wave Spell. And it is the Crystal Moon Day 4. And I'm really excited that I'm podcasting, even though it's only been four days. And uh, I'm inspired by a podcast that I listen to about like Hollywood gossip and I want to talk like her. Hi guys. Hi guys. It's Lisa Starr and this is our Mayan Astrology Hour. So good to be here. So uh, it's my bulldog's Mayan birthday. That's really what pushed me up here onto the podcast is like who else is going to understand that I am celebrating my blue lunar eagle Gemini bulldog twins Mayan birthday and their actual birthday is in five days so it's fun and I'm reporting that my boy bulldog who's named Oso is having this problem with his feet that they have foxtails in them and abscesses in his feet and I was thinking because he's never really had any injury before that it's just so typical that as you move towards your Mayan birthday you have to confront obstacles that are in the way of your rebirth his little birth canal portal uh, is through this little episode of pain and um, and on the other hand I believe that you can feel what it's like to be people on their Mayan birthday and this blue lunar eagle day I have been really tired and like I guess an animal that I live with just lying around Uh, but anyway I am just excited that I have these blue lunar eagle twins. It's just so perfect. And he's always like perched on the couch looking out at the street and the goings on through the window. It's very cat-like that way. It's very eagle-like, obviously. Okay, so uh, back to you. Hey guys, back to you and your Mayan astrology portal. We're in the white wizard wave spell. And I guess part of my exhaustion today could be the timelessness shift that we enter when we get into white wizard, which is, I don't think it's 
this lineage that came up with no time, no space. I think that's from some like new ageism, but it is kind of white wizard. That would, that would work to describe white wizard. It's just like, not only are we not limited to this time, meaning, I don't know, 2022 or Thursday, like white wizard, you're not limited by time. So when I talk about like, you don't have a sense of time or time moves in a strange way and it's kind of an impact that feels negative or like, ah, I can't find my bearings. Uh, the cool thing about White Wizard the Tribe is that you could be in the deep past or, yeah, you just be in any parallel universe. I mean, I don't personally think about them out in other star systems, but you could as a White Wizard. I tend to think more about how you can time travel and it's a psychic exercise, right? But I just think the wizard shamanic presentation is just that you can, you can really access things that are ancient in your own life and ancient in all life. So that makes it hard to be focused in the present. And one of the things about the white wizard tribe is being late. I was late today perfect moving slow getting lost you know not focused directed um uh absent-minded but there's a lot of vast consciousness that's filling up our brain stem activity right now so for the way that we can't focus dial in on like little details functionality of our lives like we're capturing a lot of information in a much more dimensional way I have to remind myself that because <sighs> I just feel lost um, we're in the beginning of White Wizard we're finding out what our purpose is regarding this White Wizard I can tell you something that you may not remember often that we're in a White Wizard wave spell that's 13 years long. We're in the third year of it. We had White Magnetic Wizard the year uh, in 2020. So, well, it was 2019 into 2020. That year went, brought in a pandemic that uh, was the White Magnetic Wizard year. That's pretty cool. Okay, so this is a microcosm, 13 days, that can feel like it has some representation of our surrounding 13 years, which is timelessness, right? And time travel. Time travel back to white magnetic wizard, July 2019, before a pandemic. Um... It's the beginning of the wave spell, white magnetic wizard yesterday, Wednesday, today, blue lunar eagle showing us what our challenge is. I want to answer that. I mean, my challenge is that I am so tired. <laughs> and I just love the little teeny synchronicities yesterday on white magnetic wizard without me thinking about it I told someone like I really am only effective working four hours a day now like I I'm so tired I can't do long day 
eight hour days. So I really should just plan to do something else for four hours each day and then work for four hours like that will be my liberation. But I just like how oriented to timelessness it is, this discovery I'm making. So I uh, explain that because in the beginning of the wave spell, we're getting our purpose. My purpose is to do less in a constructive way. My challenge is just that I have to do less because I'm so tired. I might not be constructive for a while. Like that's what I see. But by the end of this wave spell, these two uh, ideas are going to be reconciled and I'm not going to be too tired to do anything because it's showing up on the day of challenge and we overcome challenges every wave spell. Uh, so the other things about White Wizard that we can enjoy is the word enchantment, which is really to me representational of being in these calendars at all. You know, I use words like magic and mysticism and shamanism, and they all apply to natural time and the Mayan teachings. But enchantment is kind of like uh, what's delivered, you know, like magic stirs mysticism, um, you know, informs us. But what we feel in our bodies is enchantment in the enchantment of the Mayan teachings because I can find synchronicities each day of the Zolkin that make it real to me. So enjoy the enchantment for these 13 days because while the path is enchanting in totality, this is a very like potent amplified moment for that word and concept. And I think it's why I really love White Wizard uh, within the, the 20 days of the Zolkin and the 20 tribes because it, it is such a great reflection of the entirety of being with the Zolkin or the other Mayan calendars. It is shamanism. It is the shaman's walk. It is the sanctuary that is depicted in the hieroglyph that we can enter and feel the eye of God penetrating that's what the calendars are to me. Then, uh, just forecasting a bit, you know, we're going to move into uh, Yellow Electric Warrior, and then Red Self-Existing Earth, and White Overtone Mirror, Blue Rhythmic Storm. Those are the days to come. And there's not really any... Um, I don't see any alarms out there. I think that that's part of the timelessness of White Wizard is that there's n nothing that I've just said is like, hey, hey, look out, look out. Like this is uh, portends to be intense. I mean, I think White Overtone Mirror could be, honestly, that could be so. But let's just review that. White Overtone Mirror is going to be Sunday. And what it represents is the day of sacrifice, human sacrifice for the Maya. And Overtone Day is pretty powerful, pretty radiant. But the thing about the human sacrifice ritual is that, yes, it is the emblem of public murder, or just say death, but it is also the liberation of 
from life on earth and it's a sacred journey to the other realm so somebody in a ritual is liberated from their tenure on earth and allowed to go heavenward and that makes me want to go into my apocalyptic uh you know like update update each podcast where am i in terms of our uh end of the world dynamic and i think it's just perfect to look at sunday as kind of a non-official portal it is not a portal day but just it has a tonality of that because you can see where you are in relationship to what is happening to humanity here on this planet which is we are um, climbing the stairs of the pyramid and we're going to be taken off from there we're not coming back down it, it may take generations um, but you know we're, we're already well on our way up these stairs uh, and that's okay because the white mirror day is the fundamental teaching and ego breakdown and the most i think just um it, it becomes really illustrious if you can grapple with like the beauty and intelligence of you know letting people out of their earth bodies and into ether that is a sacred act so as we get strung out here by how pressurized and stressed out our incarnations are our human bodies our visages our vessels for karma you know are getting really intensified and there's a certain kind of breakdown there's like tranquility seems out of reach and again, I'm projecting my own experience and I actually have this full scale aim of finding a tranquility that also has an adjustment for me feeling like it is a decline of civilization in the most real and portentous way. Like, okay, think about when the Titanic went down, like some people may have screamed. Some people f infamously kept playing music like I have to find my own way of finishing out my incarnation where I can find tranquility even though I can feel like I'm not making it up and dramatizing. I just feel this like destructive um, lack of expansiveness around me. So White Overtone Mirror is Sunday. I might be back the way things are going. Let's move over to the crystal tone, although I don't have a lot to say. It's so early on in the moon. I don't really know. I really pitched it last time. This is what it is. It's the resolution of the year. There's a lot of cooperation that can be happening. Uh, we dedicate ourselves to all that live. We, take, we get outside of our sort of solo selves and we want to be uh, together. It's early on. I am not activating that. It's interesting though, because I did in this last few days decide like I need to get back out there. I have this extra four days or four hours a day now. So let me, what could I do? Like, where could I go? I've never lived here since, since over 30 years where I've moved during uh, COVID quarantining. So I don't, really know anyone so I looked around to see like where can I gather how can I be with other people and 
it was kind of upsetting and it, it helped me um, affirm this whole like things are different things are different from white magnetic wizard the year to now um, people aren't gathering I don't I guess some people are afraid of COVID but I think other people are just like it's easier to stay home um, I'm that person that is easier to stay home quite a bit so in any case here this crystal moon will be interesting to see how it evolves you know are people going to want to be out and together is a zoom meeting the same thing as gathering in person when it's the crystal tone question mark I think of gatherings as being large groups sometimes like you might want to in this moon be at live music events in crowd situations festivals um, but also workshops I mean do those exist anymore see that's a question I don't know that they do I think they're all online uh, I really wanted to like get into yoga again for a while try to heal my body a lot of it's online or not really affordable but anyway like I'll have to see if I can gather I assume that this crystal moon will support that in terms of just everybody getting along I don't know about that one we'll see we'll see okay I'm out of practice uh, being here twice a week so I feel like well I just spent 17 minutes and I'm done with all the information that I have to offer so I will do a kind of a scan live on air scan about you know what else could I bring here and probably what's going to happen is just more sharing and you know and so here it comes um, but the first thing is that I've really lost the capacity to teach aspects of the calendars we follow because uh, again I'm just sitting it on my bed talking in a microphone like there's no desk area there's no um, place that's sort of my epicenter for all of my Mayan you know tomes the ones that I've written and provide and refer to so I, I don't know where we are for this whole year in terms of the venals, but I want to remind you that they exist. Venals come every 20 days, every uh, solar year, which is a trip around the sun. Our Mayan solar year starts July 26th. Our Gregorian solar year starts January 1st. But we started on July 26th. Uh, it was a yellow seed day. It was yellow electric seed. And then every yellow seed day throughout the year, we hear the, the venals. They come. They are measured 20-day periods. That's what a venal is. And they come with phrases that are poetic. And uh, I made a cool deck, imitative of a tarot deck, and uh, the venals are included there. And when I am done with the house, I will be re-publishing um, the tarot, the tarot-esque deck, natural time altar cards, and you could get those to understand and follow the venals as they pass. And I also write about them in my book, Natural Time, and you could have the book, and then you could follow them. 
So I'm, it's not like a hard sell here. This is just a confession. The confession is that I haven't, I don't have the capacity. I don't know them by heart to share them here this year. We missed out. But you can follow those. And I think they're important because they're very, very original Maya. And when we talk about enchantment, mysticism, and, you know, the shaman's path right now and the white wizard wave spell, you know, you want to, to take those gems that the Maya left us. They are, um, you know, it's they're trippy in the same way that you get tripped out when you take hallucinogenics. That's what we're doing here. We're doing um, non-ingestive hallucinations that are supported by some kind of um, deep, ancient, angelic presence. Uh, the other confession is that uh, the last couple of days, I haven't known what day it was until like 5 p.m. I have not thought about where I was in the Zolkin for about seven waking hours. So that's been weird. It wasn't today. I knew today was Blue Lunar Eagle because it's a birthday, but it was White Magnetic Wizard. And worse, it was... Yellow Crystal Human is when it started and Red Cosmic Skywalker. So that felt really scary to me, almost like dementia. <laughs> like what? I have just disregarded the Zulkin until late afternoon, like forgotten about it. It didn't feel right to me. It felt like a lapse, but uh, it could be long COVID. So uh, I just find that interesting. And I think that's really supported, in fact, by a yellow human day, which I had kind of advertised last podcast. Like, you know, it's just a difficult thing to be in the human predicament. And that's true. And when we get to these blue eagle days, I'm bouncing all over here. But a blue eagle day is very humanoid in that we really do, many of us, live in our heads because humans have highly developed brain capacity and ideas overflow and in this time in humanity everything is really exponentially accelerated speed of light light pulses um, from our screens so we have really hyperactive brains and i think that blue eagle shows us you know how our minds are kind of like manically controlling or have the the greatest consumption in our body, meaning like they use up the most energy that our body holds in response to sunlight and what we ingest and how much we sleep. Like our brain function is like kind of vampiring and taking away from other parts of our body. So I think a blue eagle day can kind of underscore that. And ironically, be the day where we have this eagle insight to how that is actually happening so those are just like loose off-the-cuff ideas um, and then I already told you about the future so I just want to remind you that we're in the antipode wave spell to our year the yellow electric seed year is focused and um, especially on the little details because seeds are the little thing that becomes the bigger thing. You know, seeds aren't diminutive because they're tiny to our human eye. They're diminutive because they're always the thing that will grow bigger. It's the condensed 
starting point of something that magically, I mean, again, nature is so magical. A seed becomes, you know, a corn stalk. Um, that, that happens this whole year, this kind of focus on the minutiae and seeing the little details, the origin points of everything. So being kind of close to the earth also. And then we get to White Wizard, the opposite time. And like I said, it's very hard to keep an eye on these little details. Our minds are developed to be so broad and free. Uh, so that's happening. That is happening here. Now I'm going to go into your mailbag, which is a lie. I listen to podcasts when I'm working, so obviously I'm stylized by some of the stuff I hear. And I, once again, I'm just super irritated and self-conscious that I have a podcast. I can't give it up because it's helpful to me and it must be helpful to others. And podcasts are a great way to get information where you can also use your hands. Like I'm all about it. I love it. But I just cannot believe how many there are out there. It's insane so I want to eliminate and not have one but here we are we're having one so in the viewer mailbag um, the question I've been asked is about uh, celebrity birthdays celebrity of a sort okay I actually think that calling presidential hopeful celebrities is too on the nose but um, wrong minded so you know I listen to a lot of podcasts and I read the papers so I have some skin in the game around what is going on with our uh, immediate future in American politics and it's so dire that's what informs a lot of uh, my opinions here but in terms of astrology I just want to kind of break it down again that uh, we're in an electric year and Donald Trump is an electric person he has a blue electric hand so it's been really similar to him for a lot of this year and I don't think it's because Trump runs around going how can I best be of service and this is a year where we are aligned with that question how can I best be of service I think it's because we're all super empathic and experiencing things by osmosis on at least a supernatural level. And so this year is sort of like Trump's tonality is on high. The year prior, blue lunar storm was Joe Biden's year. He's a white lunar world bridger. And he was doing a lot better in his lunar year. Not only did he win an election, but he kind of came out with uh, a lot of accolades and it's just gone to shit. And meanwhile, like there's always this question right now, like, well, is Trump still really important? Well, he's still entirely influential. And uh, 
I'm not saying it's as simple as Mayan astrology. I don't believe that. But I think it's interesting that we're in this electric year. Maybe it's possible that when we get to self-existing, we'll get away from a little bit of this, uh, his supremacy. Uh, and then I was just sort of doing, because a lot of what I listen to is this game about, you know, what's going to happen when we have our next presidential election? We have all these old men. Are they all going to run? All I want to let you know in that framework is that I really think that Ron DeSantis is going to run, that he's going to win the Republican nomination, that he's going to win the presidency. And I couldn't be more disgusted by this, but it, again, informs my nihilism. But I've just looked him up for the first time, and he's a blue planetary storm, which doesn't change my opinion. I know what it's like to be a blue storm. And uh, I'm not like the most reputable person. Um, but blue storm people are iconoclastic and really do impose change. Sometimes it's transformation, meaning that's supposed to be change that's good and growthful. And sometimes it's, you know, just super destabilizing and rips ev away everything you love. Like think about tornadoes. Sometimes it's just the reminder that we aren't, we in human form aren't as strong as the forces of nature. I mean, we're, we are a force of nature, but we're not a storm. So uh, Ron DeSantis seems to really have a lot of fortitude, and he's pretty cataclysmic, and uh, he's good at manifesting those that's his Mayan astrology he's guided by blue hand so that's how he got where he is everyone knows that he was led by Donald Trump into the limelight and it's going to be like a Game of Thrones thing where he overtakes his you know person that brought him in is the person he's going to leave in the dust that's a long ways out you don't have to hold me to it it's all developing but uh just helps me now and then. It's so painful to see what's happening in our culture and who's winning and what it feels like to lose freedom. But uh, sometimes it helps if I just run the numbers through the old Zulkin calculator. Hey, thanks for being there. I am Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And in Mayan, we say, in Lakesh.